Hello and welcome to the Mike O'Brien show. Thank you for listening. I am Mike O'Brien. I'm in Boston, Massachusetts. With me, as always, is Jeff Taylor in Orlando, Florida. Jeff Taylor has been traveling all over America, Miami, Denver for the NBA finals. He has to plug stuff in in progress. People in 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 China can they can watch the finals and listen to to Mark Jackson, I guess. I don't know. Who do who do they listen to in China? Who's the who's the play by play people? Do you know? I I don't know what their names are, but I see them a lot because uh, basically what we do is the world feed, and mm-hmm. so while they're testing and while they're doing what's called their unilaterals, which is where they uh, interview a player or some participant in the event uh, before the game, so they can play it at like halftime or during a yeah. commercial. I get to see them. Uh, it's uh, it's a Chinese it's- person. <laughs> my wife. I, I was waiting for my wife to leave, and I think when initially, she came back? yeah, I think initially she was annoyed by the fact that I was making such a big deal about it. But she literally has left three times, and she just came back in for the third time, and now she's laughing about it too because it has become funny. She literally, funny. while we were doing a show, walked by it at full volume. Said, "In my defense, it was on the calendar." I'm <laughs> <laughs> she's yelling she's yelling at me but now now finally she saw the humor and the fact that no matter how long i wait she will not get the fuck out of my house okay she's gone just get your, <laughs> your house there you're in her house it's true it's Jeff. true it is her house it is mutual I'm only, houses i'm only mutual a guest in here house. yes um who is the uh is there someone from the foreign play-by-play where you're like, holy crap, that's Paige Stoyakovic doing color commentating for wherever Paige Stoyakovic is from? No, because I feel like you if you're... Uh, so Paige Stoyakovic, I'm just going to assume that he may have been from near the Balkans where we do have yeah. arena TV mm-hmm. for the Balkans. So he would be on arena TV. But my assumption is that... Paige Stoyakovich made enough money to not have to do not that have to do that if he's still but, living in Paige Stoyakovich yeah. land then he doesn't yeah. have to continue to work but they're, sometimes they're just like it's like any you know you're retired but someone's like hey if you work for two weeks out of the year we'll give you like two hundred thousand dollars do you want to do that and you'd be like sure yeah, yeah I'll do I, that I, I, I get I guess you know you see a lot of American former athletes doing it and I think it's a probably because a lot of these guys invest improperly when they're young and uh, you know blow a lot of the money and then they need a job after their yeah. career like uh i don't i don't i'm not i'm not uh throwing a dart and and actually you know what i won't throw a dart at all because i know for a fact that this guy has always been interesting and, and interested in being a broadcaster and you can attest to this because he used to come into our little tiny uh radio studio in orlando and try to get on the radio and did successfully because his name was dennis scott 3d from the orlando magic he was like 300 pounds remember how fat he was when you come in Buddy, all the time why would you say that i don't remember that at all i remember him he being was. a sweetheart it, of a man and he's signing a very my nice magic guy. hat and he and he was huge and then he lost all this weight and i was so proud of him good i'm also proud of him but he was there mm-hmm. he was being uh interviewed by the uh chinese it, and it's fun. He owned it's, a barbershop. It's fun to watch uh, because they they speak Chinese and, and Dennis Scott or whoever it is is just sitting there like nodding their head along in the Chinese. And then they they ask the questions in English 
and the uh, Dennis Scott answers the questions. I'm using Dennis Scott as this could be anybody, mm-hmm. but he really was there. And in an interesting jacket, by the way, he wore a. Uh, it may have been a. Uh, what's my name? What's my problem? Sager. Who's the guy? Craig that won Sager. The, huh. Craig Sager. Craig Sager. Died? Yeah, he was wearing yeah, a Craig yeah. Sager esque jacket, and I was like, "Is this an homage?" Because. I, I, you're too cool for this 3D. This jacket is yeah. not cool enough for you. Unless maybe I'm not cool enough to understand that wearing jackets that George Burns wore in the 70s are now cool. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. uh, I was like, you're too cool for that jacket 3D. But then they answer in English and then they they respond back to the camera again in Chinese. And it's so funny to watch these guys like they're the they're, they're I, I can't imagine sitting there and going i wonder if that guy's actually saying what i said yeah yeah <laughs> i have no idea i would never trust it either i would never trust it if i if i had to have someone translate what i was saying that's sometimes when i'm doing the tours and there'll be like a, a family and someone will sit and translate and then people will laugh like two minutes later because the person like said what i said and i want to be like what did you really say? Because that wasn't that funny. You they know, know how like, to translate. They know how to translate humor into their own language too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Culturally, some of the shit you say is probably not very funny. Not in very funny. And yeah, wherever. But uh, from. anyway, the the funniest thing about these international broadcasters is uh, that they also like, especially the Chinese, ask just the most basic questions. Like when they're interview, they're interviewing. Let's say Nikola Jokic, and she's like. The 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 woman from China will be like, uh, make sure you do it in a so, Chinese and no, Mandarin accent. No, 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 no. I might still get Saturday Night Live, and I don't want them going back and listening to this and replacing me with a Chinese BIPOC. So uh, the they'll they'll say, so Nicola, uh, you're up three games to one. Are you hoping to win tonight? Yeah. <laughs> No, That's no, actually, I, I, I really wanted to extend this. I wanted to give them an opening to come back and win this series. <laughs> well, since we don't get paid in the playoffs, yeah, I'm hoping to, to work as much as possible. That's what I was really actually hoping for. I used the best uh, example, too, because how about all of this news about Nikola Jokic coming out? He does the after game press conference and uh, they're like, hey, are you excited about the parade? And he was and he's like, when's the parade? And they're like Thursday. And he's like, oh. No, I won't be there. I have a horse race in Serbia. I want to go home to Serbia. I won't be at the parade. And they're like, that's good uh, for him. Gee, uh, he's like Ivan Drago. He's like, I don't, no he literally emotions. is. Yeah, and by yeah. the way, uh, it's not ending because it turns out he also lost the the MVP trophy. And he doesn't he already seem lost to care. It? Yes, good. I wouldn't either. Yeah. I, I just like all those. It's so funny how. That was a big thing this year about Jason Tatum was like talking about the MVP award like halfway through and how important the the way these guys react to winning the MVP. Yeah, I, like to me the NBA MVP is so much more of a bigger like people Dude, would rather. I'm win not talking the, about the MVP for the league for the year. I'm talking about the trophy that he won oh, that trof- night. That night he <laughs> yes, already lost. He it. already lost. Good it. for him. Yes. I love that. And then it's going to be on eBay in like a week. Someone just grabbed it. Yeah, that's funny. And that's cool, though, that he doesn't even care. I, I like I'm I love that, that he doesn't care. The I, MV, I, he's like, he's he's uh, he's he's on the verge. I mean, I mean, he's he's literally like staying right on the line of 
being a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, no. In two <laughs> years, when they win, when they win like two or three in in Everybody's whatever three five him. years, they're gonna fucking hate him with a passion. It's the same thing as Steph Curry when the Warriors were like, "Oh, no, Steph Curry's awesome." Steph and then like Curry's two years later, though. like, yeah. But then two years later, people are like, "Why is he always chewing that fucking mouthpiece?" And yeah. Da da da. And he just jacks threes all over the place. And then no, jack threes all over the place and chewing on the mouthpiece. None of that bothers me. He's just a snide prick. So I mean, I don't know him personally, but. Yeah. I can say that I can say that I actually through experience can can say that I'm not a big fan of Clay Thompson because of how he treated me personally. Steph Curry, I don't have that. But yeah. I, I watch his body language a lot of the time and I'm like, I just I don't like him. And he mm-hmm. represents San Francisco and Oakland, which I think we can all agree that I hate. I'm rooting against him because I don't want to go back there ever again. I literally because you got your car. <laughs> I lit. I literally would love to purchase some oceanfront property in Arizona or Nevada in the near future. I wish the whole place would fall into the ocean, but that's wanna, neither here nor there. I'm I ripping off Bill get- Hicks now. I want to get oceanfront property in Iowa. Um, my lady friend told me how when she goes out, she has family on San Francisco and that they went and picked them up her up at the airport. And they said, and she was like, oh, can we go get lunch somewhere? They're like, yes, but we have to go home, drop our luggage off first and then go back out because someone will. I steal wish her relatives would have been <laughs> with me when I was there. I wish her relatives would have been. I moved on. Yeah, we're we're past. Yes. We're we're on to Denver. We're yeah. on to Denver. Shocker and, it was an and I, Shocker and I have our passports. That was the last thing that had to be accomplished to make us completely whole from that story. Mm-hmm. And we've both gotten our passports at this point, so everything is finished. We can move on from the robbery. If people want to listen to past episodes of Michael Bryan show last year at this time, Jeff was in Oakland for the no. Uh, don't NBA tell them. Finals. Don't tell them. Go back and listen. Go back and yeah, listen. Go back listen and to listen. every show. Yeah, listen to every show. Every yeah. single show. Absolutely. The, the sports get part up. of it might not be relevant, but as you can see, we don't really care about the sports. Care We're about talking the sports. about the story. We don't know. You don't even know who won the the NBA Finals at this point. We've been talking about it for twenty minutes. Yeah, I don't even know who I didn't even watch it. I didn't watch a second of the NBA finals. I, oh, watch I watched lots of seconds of it. I, I'm I sure we well, had to work it. Yeah. So Jeff had an amazing story. Jeff was in Denver for the finals. Jeff, if you don't know, uh, we kind of alluded to it. Jeff plugs in wires so people in France can listen to the NBA finals. And he gets paid a large sum of money to plug something in. People say it's a medium say, sum of money. Does it work? And Jeff's like, yeah, it works. And then he just gets paid a bunch of money. All he does is plug stuff a medium in anyways of money. OK, medium amount of money. And anyways, so Jeff is in Denver. Jeff, the, the are you going to tell my story? Am I going to tell? No, my story? I'm setting it up. Okay. So the, the the Nuggets win the World Championship. Jeff sends me the next day a video of a group of people around, and I'm just like, "What is this?" And if you guys know about this, there was a mass shooting outside, like I guess a mile or two away from the stadium. And Jeff is sending me this video, and all it is is just like a group of people, and it's I have no idea. He doesn't say like this is happening. He just sends me this. So I was like, holy shit, were you at the mass shooting? Or well, let whatever? me say this about the mass shooting. It happened a block away from my hotel, so the next day we had to like go all kinds of alternative routes to get to the airport from my hotel because all that street was blocked off. Luckily, no yeah. one was killed in that shooting. Uh, nine people were injured, but everybody survived, so... Yeah. That's that's at least a slightly positive note on but, a shooting. So that's what I thought. I thought you were going to send me that video. Then you say like, oh, I got hit in the wrist or something, you know, and be like, holy crap. So that's what I'm thinking when I see 
the first video that you sent me. You sent me four videos in one picture, and I had to scroll through everything. It was like a story with no context, and I just watched what happened, and it was amazing. And Jeff, what happened? Okay, so here I'll set it up from the very beginning. We finished game five, and and when you when you finish one of these things and it's over, you have to take all of the equipment out. You got to put it on a truck. It's got to leave whatever city we're in and go home to that its night. warehouse right then, like right you after the game ends. You can't ends. be like tomorrow morning. We're coming back at seven in the morning. We wait we'll for the broadcasters shit. to finish their broadcast, and then we put it all on a truck and it goes away. And uh, so that takes us about an hour and a half to two hours to do. So two hours after the game had ended, we are leaving and traffic, everybody's honking, traffic's a mess. Google Maps is telling me to go ways I don't agree with, so I'm ignoring Google Maps. So the three people yeah, in the you car know the streets me. of Denver. So Jeff, a city's never been to before. This Google Maps don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I, it, it, I'd been... It, Anyway, you are right, but let me tell you what, uh, the people in the car with me were bitching that I kept ignoring Google Maps and going different ways, and every way I went, it was backed up anyway, and all of that to be said, if I hadn't made all of my ridiculous decisions, this story would have never happened, because we would have followed Google Maps, and it would have gotten us around all of the shenanigans, and we would have gotten back to our hotel, and the next morning, we would have woken up and gotten on our flights, and we wouldn't have been talking for the last two days about what happened. So the fact we, this didn't really blow up too is pretty amazing. It's blowing up. Is it? It's blowing up. Yeah. I think you have to okay, search. Yeah. But uh, anyway, um, so finally we get to a street that I'm comfortable goes back to my hotel and I'm happy. I'm like, all right, they're all backed up. So we're going to just stick to this one and we're going to go. And traffic's moving moderately well until all of the sudden, like in front of us to the side, there's a commotion and there are a bunch of people jumping up and down and there's a lot of noise. And the guy in the passenger seat of my car says, what's going on over there? And I look over and I'm like, that's Aaron Gordon from the Nuggets because he's 6'8 and the rest of these people are six foot or lower like normal people. And he's like jumping up and down with these people. And at this point, it's like 30 people. So it's like, okay, that seems safe enough. He has a shirt off too, right? He's wearing his game shorts. Shorts and no shoes. His game shoes and no shirt. If I look like him, (laughs) if I look like him, dude, I wouldn't even wear a shirt during the game unless they absolutely force me to. I'd be like, no, I'm not covering up my Adonis body (laughs) with this ridiculous jersey. But, uh, it's Jeff 30 representing people. Pride Month. Good for you, man. <laughs> oh yeah, hey, he's so pretty. Um, the uh, I actually preferred Aaron Gordon before the dreads. I thought he was much hotter then, but that's neither here nor there. Former so, Magic uh, player. So yeah. So uh, all of a sudden, because of the fact that we're at an intersection where the two roads come together, and on each side of each piece of the road, there are a shitload of people everybody realizes something's going on and they all come together around Aaron Gordon. And now there are a thousand people around him. And I'm like, I'm not sitting through this. So I just slowly start rolling and people move out of the way of a huge vehicle. When you start rolling, yeah, yeah. they know what kind of car are you driving? A Jeep grand wagoneer. Huge. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> anyway, and you're driving it. You're driving. Yes. It. I'm the driver. Yeah. 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 And we get through the crowd And as we're finally getting through the crowd, a guy runs up next to us 
and like says, can you guys drive AG home? And if you watch the video, which I'll allow Mike to share, two people in the car say who and no. <laughs> also, first of all, whenever people refer to people by their initials, I immediately like, I don't know who you're talking about. It could be my brother. If you say, hey, can you bring J-O-B home? I'd be like, I don't know who you're talking about. I haven't. You mean, uh, Jack, I hate I hate the initial thing. I hate it. I haven't sent uh, the audio to a three-letter agency yet to find out who said no and who said who. I have my <laughs> I have my assumptions, but uh, nobody I will I would immediately say who if they said AG. I wouldn't know who AG we is. We all knew who it was. He was. We were talking he about was the right fact there. that he was okay. right there. Yeah, he was right there. Okay. And yeah, yeah. Uh, But you hear me loudly say yes, and I'm in charge because I'm driving the car, so the answer is yeah. yes. I'm stopping. The door mm-hmm. is opening, and he's getting in. So Aaron Gordon is not in a particularly get in the car and get out of their mood. So his security team brings him over and we let one guy get in. You'll hear me like yelling at another guy. No, no, no. We'll get back to that later in the story. But uh, the he gets in the car, but he's still sort of like hanging out of the doors open and he's hanging out of the car. And now is he hammered? No, 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 no. No? I think he was pretty sober. He probably had some champagne. He smelled like champagne because I'm sure they did the like spraying it. Yeah. They did the the they the, did the, the they did up J- of the for champagne. those for those watching on the local news channel. Uh, Jeff is uh, hand Jaf, jerking off. Jeff is Jaf, jerking off. I'm not. Jaf I'm, I'm shaking up Jaf. a champagne bottle and then I'm aiming yeah. it at your face. Yeah, yeah. He's, but yeah. <laughs> but he's, he smelled Jaf like champagne. But he was definitely very sober. Um, but it, anyway, so. Now we're surrounded by the mob and they're banging on the car and all kinds of craziness is happening. So he finally gets in. We close the door and I do what I did before. I just start moving and people, the the seas part when a huge vehicle yeah. starts moving. But they're yeah, banging yeah. on the car and then at the very end, there's only one guy left and the Jeep or Grand uh, Wagoneer has runners on the side. So he's standing on one of the runners and holding on to the side <laughs> mirror as we're driving. And That's I look over and I'm like, get off the car and he's ignoring me so i veer over towards the parked cars on the side until i make him uncomfortable enough to get off get off the car but then we're we're like okay i'm like where are we going now and he goes just keep going down this street and make a left on this street i'm not going to give away his address yeah yeah, so uh we go down the street did he live in a house or was it a condo complex i I can't really get into that either because i don't want to i don't want to uh honestly i mean it's too obvious if i say it people in denver will be able to figure it out they may already know but anyway we just we went to his place we went to his place and uh, so we get there and he gets out of the car and he's like, you guys want to come in for a drink? And the three guys that are with me all look at me because I'm I'm driving. I'm in control of this. And I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. The answer to that question is yes. Where do I park? Yeah. And he said, park right here. So I parked right there and we got out and we went into Eric Gordon's house. And uh, there were people <laughs> there were people awesome. waiting. I didn't know this happened. There were people waiting for him to return. So mm-hmm. when he comes in, he like throws up his arms and he's like, I made it. These guys got me home. And everybody's like, Ooh, yeah, yeah. four uh, awkward looking white dudes got him home. <laughs> For those watching at home, Jeff is now air masturbating with two hands in the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm very talented when it comes to that. 
Yeah. Um, but uh, so the guy that runs his house, I guess, cuz cuz comes over and of course. Uh, he's like, hey, he goes, bar's over here. You guys, anybody want something to drink? get whatever you want drink whatever you want so of course my my guy i don't drink my guys go over and uh they grab the don julio 1942 which i am (laughs) that's an expensive bottle of liquor i take it that is not cheap and uh, i think i I, I will say this they didn't care that they grabbed that bottle that was unopened and opened it and started pouring yeah cuz cuz didn't care so much that he grabbed a cup for me because I didn't have one and tried to hand it to me. And I said, I'm all good, man. I'm the driver. And Cuz Cuz embraces me. (laughs) He's like, thank you, man. Thanks for getting them back. So (laughs) I I I we're talking to everybody. They're all coming by. First of all, I was like, are are we being surveilled here? Because we clearly do not fit into this equation. They know we're not his agent. So was it other other, uh, players from the team stopping by too or? Not yet. That, that's Damn. I'll get to the end of that. The, the end of that. Aaron Gordon's got a brother who, by the way, looks a lot like him. And his brother came that's over. That's usually said, how that you. works. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's incredible though. Like my brother and I look a lot alike. So my brother and I look a lot alike. He's no, just six no, three, no. I'm six foot. No, no, you don't think me and Jack look alike? No, we look a lot not, alike. Not as not as much as my brother and me, and not as much as Aaron Gordon's brother and him. Okay. But anyway, I the story trickles out. And uh, so basically, I said I'd get back to the guy that I told couldn't get in the car. That was the head of security. Yeah. So he, he comes in. Head 30 of security later, for him or is for the Aaron Gordon? Oh, okay. For Aaron Gordon. So yeah. he comes over and I find out that they had him in a car with three people. He was secured and uh, they got to a stoplight and he jumped out. He's a 27-year-old millionaire, so he probably needs people surrounding him to make sure that he doesn't do anything too crazy. Going back a little bit, and I told him this, at the LA All-Star Game, he was just walking around and partying, like... Granted, Aaron Gordon was yeah, and granted, yeah. this was Aaron Gordon pre winning. He hadn't just won a championship for the yeah. city that he was in, but I mean, people knew knew he was at least a basketball player. He wasn't as huge. He still played for the Magic. He wasn't a huge name yet. That may have been the year that he got ripped off out of the dunk contest. Yeah, but, uh, but that's also though. That's L.A. That's different. When you walk around. Denver or Boston and you're a professional athlete it's they know it's different where in LA you're just like people are like who the hell does he think he is you know yeah. like unless you're like Shaquille O'Neal yeah. that no one gives a shit yeah so anyway uh he got out of the car and then they were stuck behind the mob and the guy who flagged us down noticed that we were in a big vehicle nice vehicle and we had mba Mm. credentials on so that's why he ran over and asked us if we would take him home but from the other side of the story what i was told was that they were all freaking out because they got the call back at the house like the eagle has left the nest (laughs) oh so he was at his house and then they he left and went back no they were driving him from the arena to his house okay and they called the house where everybody's waiting for him to return because there's already a party set up at the house yeah yeah and they get the call the eagle has left the nest and they're all like oh no and then the next call is the eagle is in the middle of a mob (laughs) and things are not going well and so they're really freaking out at this point and then the next call they get is the eagle has entered strange vehicle with 
NBA people, and literally when they said NBA people, they did the quotations. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Like, because we're not really NBA people. We're we're a third party vendor that the NBA hires to do the international broadcast. But we had but credentials. you got a credentials, so you're you're legit. And then, so you're at his house. Yes. Well, how many people are at his house? Probably twenty, thirty, maybe twenty. Yeah. And and what time is this at? This would be around midnight around midnight and it's just him it's just his friends and family there's no one from like the nuggets uh, no, no 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 his agent was there uh there were some very important people there that uh, were pointed out and, to us yeah friends and, family. friends and family yeah but so there wasn't like you're not like holy shit is that kevin costner like not just yet. nothing like that not yet which is that that's how old i am my go-to famous person at a party is kevin costner but anyways that's neither here nor there yeah. i think of you know why i think of kevin costner whenever i think of denver i think of Waterworld. Oh, interesting. Best Did movie you know ever. that? And what he 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 uh, where the, there's a scene of him swimming and it, he comes across the skyline. And it's Denver. Oh, Anyways. no, I did not know that because I watched that movie once was d- disappointed. People say that that movie, though, if you go back and watch it again, isn't that bad. Maybe it's not it that chance. bad. It's one of those things when it came out, people were like, this movie sucks. And then you're like, it's not that bad. Yeah. But Anyways, uh, back to Aaron Gordon's house. So anyway, Cuz uh, Cuz comes over and says, hey, guys, in 45 minutes, this is going to get nuts. And I was like, I turned to my guys and I go, we're leaving in 44 minutes. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, dude, no, I would I be had, like, listen, listen, I understand I what like, you're I'm about Uber-ing. to say. I, I, I agree. I agree with what you're about to say. And I know that you would have done exactly what you're about to say. And we would be telling the story about how you had to ride in the back of a U-Haul with John Candy to get home because you missed your flight and there were no other flights to get out of Denver. But yeah. uh, we had flights early in the morning and me being sober and responsible. I said, listen, if we had late afternoon flights, we would see where this was going to go. But mm. we're not we're not testing this. I know that Contavious Codwell Pope was showing up right after we left because he cuz cuz he called cuz cuz. And uh, I know that more Jeff, players you're just were explaining future Mike problems. Future Mike will figure that out. If you were saying, hey, I'm leaving, I'd be like, see you later. Partner. Yeah, well, I I'm did staying. offer that. I the, yeah. the other guys that seemed disappointed in the decision I was making, I said there is there are Ubers. You can Uber home. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you're an adult. I'm sure that considering the circumstances, someone here will drive you to our hotel after what no we shit. did. Also, also, how far away is it from your hotel? Was it walking distance? 15 minutes. Most. 10, 15 minute walk. 10, 10 with no traffic, which at 3 or 4 in the morning, there would have been none. So 10 minutes away. Oh, no, but that's driving, not walking. Yeah, driving. If you were to walk, it'd be like a half an hour. Hour, probably. Minutes, hour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Anyways, so so you you are the party pooper and hey man everybody made it home on time they all made their flights and this story has legs they miss stripper party extravaganza here's another thing okay so i'm not exactly the youngest guy on the planet i may look young but i'm not so seven years old yeah so uh i'm not really interested in whatever craziness was going to happen like i i would rather avoid that and uh, my buddy Joe uh, Wasser, Joe Wasser, is uh, my senior. 
not by much, but my senior. And he actually, the funny thing about Joe is I love that, how you said my senior, not older than me. Yeah, he's my <laughs> guy. He's such gonna, an old guy. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to throw this guy <laughs> under the bus senior. and call him old. But uh, let's just say he's a couple years old. Actually, the funny thing is that Joe is the one that's get that's trending because Joe was in the back the back passenger seat so when yeah. all of the tiktok videos all of the reels of all of this of him, him getting in the car joe's smiling face is there in the background of every shot i sent it to a buddy of ours shocker and he uh said he was he, he was like oh i love aaron gordon such a class guy and i was like watch it again and he watched it again and he was like is that joe and i was like yes <laughs> that, that's that's our car i was driving that car that's that's just like that is just such an outrageous story and i'm still upset at the fact that you didn't i wish we would have left i wish so you left around like what time did you leave at i don't know we got back to the hotel at around we left 44 minutes after he said it was going to get crazy in 45 so we left probably about quarter to one and i might be off by an hour or so because i can't denver time is so weird like yeah. the sun is the sun is still up at nine o'clock at night I, I, I i'm still on it by the way I was up and I woke up at eleven thirty. Yeah, or 11. I know. Me too. So I guess I'm on Denver time Mike, a lot now. Mike, Mike text off. messaged me, "Hey, can we do this show around noon?" And I don't know when he sent that text, but I got up at eleven oh five and re- responded, "I just got up. I'm good to go." And then, of course, Mike being Mike, he was like, "Let's do twelve thirty. Which yeah, I got to give it to him. I had to get. I had to get Umberto's. I had. To, oh, you know what? I meant to go get. I had to get quarters for laundry. I needed to get deodorant. I'm I'm without deodorant. I smell. How did so he smelled like he smelled he like, smelled like uh, champagne. champagne. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So Which is understandable. Reconf- I mean, he was wearing he was wearing his game shorts still. I'm sure they soaked mm. up a lot of the champagne in the locker room. So crazy that he didn't even change. Dude's yeah. running around the city with Whatever. no shirt on in his game That's shorts. That's awesome. What the man that on. happened uh, when the, the Red Sox won the day of the parade uh, in 2013. Yeah, 2013, Mike Napoli was just bar hopping around Boylston Street with no shirt on and like people were just throwing beers at him. There's actually a funny video of Mike Napoli the night of the parade just walking down Boylston Street by himself at like 1230 at night because it was like a Wednesday or a Thursday. Like no one's around. He's just drunkenly walking to bars that are closed, like trying to open the doors and stuff. And he's just like wandering around aimlessly. It's pretty funny. Yeah. The, it's like uh, basically like me whenever I want to keep drinking. Denver Denver was uh, an incredible city. I'd never been there before before so we took advantage yeah, but you know the streets because you're not going to listen to google maps Such Dude, the, we, we, our hotel was like a, a five minute drive from the arena and i made the drive every day so i knew that when it was telling me to go four miles and then go left i was like that ain't right like i'm gonna have to like come back and like hey it, I, you admit have it, to tr- I suck at being the driver i need a good navigator and i don't ever have a good navigator so it's always an adventure when you're riding with me see but you're a big also don't tell me what to do guy so i i'm uh i'm the, the i i have my own set of rules and i follow them <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice way to say don't yeah don't tell me what to do yeah um but, so wait you couldn't just walk to the arena every day or did you have to like bring all oh, your we could walk to, to the arena but i'm not going to walk to the arena they gave me a rental car i'm driving I'm to walker. the arena they gave me a, a parking space right next to the thing bro mm. listen walking in denver ain't walking in boston I guess I've only been to Denver two or three times, but I guess I've only, I uh, I don't know. Well, let me tell you this. So we took advantage of Denver. We went to the, as you can see by my hat. Can you read my hat? 
Coors Brewing Company. My buddy lives right behind it. In Golden, yeah. Golden downtown Golden Colorado is awesome. It's awesome. It's like the so old Wild West. We it's we, awesome. we went. To, I wouldn't call it that. We went and uh, toured. Like has old time old timey bars. You know, like I like it. When anyway. you walk down the main street, it feels like let me you're let me in tell like you this. Shut up! Movie. You're you're completely off. I went to a bar where they give, they exchange your credit card for like a Dave and Buster's card, and you stick it on top of the thing, and then you pour your beer, and it gets the exact amount of ounces. Like if you just want one point three ounces of this particular beer, because there are a hundred of them, then you can just do like a little taster, and it calculates the amount of money it costs for one point three ounces. So it's not like, they have, like the old Wild West. I mean, I went there like are 10 Buffalo years ago. around everywhere. Then 10 yeah. years ago, maybe there wasn't the technology that there is now. But uh, yeah. it's a really cool city. But we, first of all, we couldn't get a Coors Banquet, a Coors uh, Brewery tour. And my one of the guys I was working with, Pench, is a huge Coors Banquet fan. Uh, I guess that Coors Banquet is better than other Coors beers. My grandfather was a Coors Extra Gold guy, and I always thought it was the most expensive beer possible. And then it was when called I got Extra my Gold. Extra Gold. And my grandfather, I just thought my grandfather was like a billionaire for some reason yeah. when I was a kid. And then, and he then you died wake when up I was a and freshman. You, you grow up and you realize it's called Miller High Life because you have to be high to drink it. <laughs> high to drink it. Yeah. But no, so I go to the to the package store. It's like there's one place, it leads package store. I go with my fake ID and I go with a $100 bill to go get Coors Extra 30 pack of cores extra gold and they gave me back $90 in change and I was devastated just devastated that my found out that my grandfather just drank cheap beer oh it's okay if you drink a lot you got to drink cheap dude you gotta that is true but uh, i also thought those things are going to be like like when i went up there and brought i if you told me it was 75 dollars, i'd be like okay yeah that sounds right yeah sounds like you were a dumb kid um Uh, yeah very dumb so we could we couldn't get we couldn't get into the tour so we drive over there and I park in a parking garage and the guys that I'm with are total, uh, they're naysayers. They're like, oh, we're not going to be able to, like, you got to get on the bus. You got to do this. You got to do yeah, that. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, stick yeah. with me, guys. I will get yeah. us into that place no matter what. Into the Coors Brewing yeah. Company? Yeah. Okay. So we walk over and uh, they're like, oh, that's where the buses go. You got to be on a bus. And I'm like, dude, the bus stop is right there. It's like, there's no gate. There's no fence. So we walk over to the bus stop and they put little things on our arms and we go in. I'm a big guy like that. My dad is a big, you can't go down there. Don't go there. They're just going to say no. I'm just like, let them say no. Yeah. I do everything until someone says no. I'm willing to wait for the no. I just say, I just say, okay. And then I walk away. I'm not going to be like, well, I'm willing to take the no. I'm willing to wait for the no. Yeah, so me we, too. we went into the Coors Brewing Place. I bought a cap and uh, we a cap. Went, you're we, really old today. You're saying old man things. Sorry, a cap. Man. Yeah. My senior. Yeah. It's a hat, dude. You bought a hat. I bought a hat. I don't know. It's a trucker hat. So I guess it is a hat. I, I guess a cap is what I have in the background here. But uh, the um, we went and we found out that the only thing that we couldn't do because we weren't part of the tour was have a beer. Like at the end, they give you free beers, but you have would to have, you have had tokens. a beer at the end of the course. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, but the, three have. Guy, the two guys I was with definitely would have. But anyway, we left there and we went and uh, walked around Golden, which was cool. And then uh, that night we went and saw uh, John Russo and the Almost Dead, a Grateful Dead cover band at Red Rocks. 
I've never been to Red Rocks. Let me oh, tell you cool. this about Red Rocks is that uh, you park either at the top or at the bottom. So this is basically a decision that you make early in the evening, whether you think you would rather be punished before the show or after the show. Mm. So if you park at the top, you walk down into the amphitheater, amphitheater. but at the end of the night, you got to walk back up and yeah, 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 it's yeah. like you're already 10,000 feet in the air. So you're already gassed from walking at a small rake for small amounts of time. But yeah. uh, if you park at the bottom, you get that out of the way. And then on the way back out, you're on your way down. So I would have gone to that show solely to go see the Red Rock Amphitheater. Me too. I hate the Grateful Dead. You couldn't pay me to go to a Grateful Dead. I have a friend who's flying this is in exactly from LA. exactly the same. Yeah. Who's, I have a friend who's flying in from LA um, next week because the John Mayer and the Grateful Dead are playing Fenway and it's their like farewell shows or whatever. I'd go see John Mayer. He, I'd see John Mayer. I'm not, I'm not do fucking Grateful Dead songs. What pissed me and off about I'm this I'm going to be in New Jersey anyway, so I can't go. What but. pissed me off about this Grateful Dead band, they were phenomenal. Like the musicianship was phenomenal. It was awesome. And they had uh, electric guitars and they were playing the solos screaming on electric guitars. So mm. it was cooler than the Grateful Dead. But, uh, of course, being the Grateful Dead cover band, you know the the most Grateful Dead thing they can do is not play a single fucking song I've ever heard. Yeah, no. All they're, I they're wanted like, was driving that train high on cocaine. Oh, and trucking. Casey Those are the Jones only two songs I know. Watch your speed. Or no, no, even, now we got karaoke with Jeff or even, again. Oh, oh, we geez. do. We do. You ready? <laughs> trucking. Wait, now. Do a Jerry Garcia. You got to boot down. For and you got to do your Jerry Garcia impression, too. I don't know when he's singing. Like, I don't know which is his voice. There's so many voices in the Grateful Dead. Yeah. It's like I remember picking I was, out which I was beach a, boy it is. Which beach boy I, is that? If it's the really high one, then it's Brian Wilson. But the rest of them, like, I don't Wilson. know. Mike Love. I don't know. They're good. Yeah, I don't know. Eric Wilson. I, and also, every, every time there's just new beach boys. And you're just like, <laughs> okay, I don't know. You know who I the one know. constant throughout the entire history of the beach boys is? Who? Mike Love. Is it really? Yep. He's Kevin the constant. Uncle. He's been in every yeah. beach boys band. He's been in the one with Brian that. Wilson and Eric Wilson. And who would then the one with Uncle too. Jesse and the one with Uncle Jesse. Exactly. The one with <laughs> yeah. Josh Davos. That's, That's also crazy. Mike Love. He's the constant. Well, I have I have a story from yesterday. Bro, do we I've have had enough? Oh, you're moving. Things. Okay. I was going to say, I don't think we have time for the other story we were going to tell. Oh, I yeah. told you we wouldn't. And we wouldn't. Yeah. So I'll tell, we'll hold that story, one story, we've been hold on for a while here. But we got, and, and I actually want to hold on to the story. story. It's a developing <laughs> yes. story because every day it gets even a little bit better of a new friend I have. Stick around. But anyways. When this story finally is told, when this story yeah. reaches its climax, it's going to be I a phenomenal up, show. I think I might end up dead, actually. Oh, it, that's it, fine. I will do yeah. the Mike O'Brien show and tell this story because this I'm up story. to speed on it. I, yeah. I, I, I'll tell this story uh, in, in lieu of flowers. So anyways, um, last night, well, my, my roommate, Ted, and by my roommate, I mean the guy I pay half half his rent so i just stay at my lady friend's house all the time and i come to do the michael bryan show and maybe take a nap if on my days off this ted guy sounds like a genius maybe i should be doing the ted show i take i take a shower bath too i took a nice hour-long shower bath today because we got a nice bathtub so lay down and you allow the shower to hit you yes have you ever ever thought about the fact that that may be that may be a sign that you like are into golden showers 
Maybe. Do you right. care I mean, whether hey. it's the faucet leaking all of that glorious warmth onto you or a dude? I, I mean, I guess if I close my eyes and I just hope it's a shower, I don't mean I'm not I'm in, I, you know, I'm not one to piss on anyone's parade here. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, uh, but you are willing so, to be pissed on during their parade. Yeah, sure. Yeah, why, why not? Um, it's whatever. What if I get stung by, I'll just say I got stung by a jellyfish and everything will be fine. Yeah. So anyways, um, last night, my lady, my lady friend and Ted, my roommate and I were, we're a trivia team and we won, of course, cause we're just awesome at trivia, but Ted and his, his, uh, now ex-girlfriend broke up and I couldn't stand her. She was annoying us and I couldn't be around her. She was careful. I just, if they get I back together, this is all going to be on. No, record. he knows. See, I've told him while they were still dating like a year ago, I was just like, I just can't be around her. Yeah. She's just annoying. Yeah. So um, she's a nice person. She's not like vengeful or hateful. She just is just awful to talk to. So yeah. anyways, just like me. So Ted and his girlfriend broke up. And so Ted, who usually is a slob and the kitchen is just a mess and everything's, and I just come, that's the other thing I do. I pay half his rent and I just clean up after him all the time. But now that he's single, you're his bitch. He's, He's going, yeah, basically he's going to be bringing randos back. And so he's like, I need to have the place in tip top shape now. So Ted bought a carpet for our living room, like a, a, you know, like a throw down carpet. That's kind of big and it's nice. He bought a new bath mat and he bought like a $1,300 new couch. Cause our couch is sure. first of all, it was a used couch and it was gross. Sure. And, 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 and I got it like five years you can't, ago. You can't make out on a disgusting couch with a chick you just met unless she's hammered. Exactly. And then it could be potentially a life changing decision because she could come back and haunt you. Exactly. So you got to have a nice couch. Yes. Got to have a classy couch. Correct. To, 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 to shag uh, classy babes. Yes. So, so Ted says, hey, tomorrow's trash day. Can you help me move this couch down? And I remember bringing it up with my old roommate, Anthony, and it was a pain in the ass. Could but it we fit got through it up. a window? Um, maybe, but the problem is we're on the third floor. Yeah, no, that doesn't matter what floor on you, you're on. But there's cars on the so if you drop it and it hits bounces, <laughs> it's, Boston, it's gonna dude. Go. Those cars are all dented up anyway. You put Ted in front of the car that's most likely uh, to be hit, and he dodge. He makes sure the I couch doesn't hit. The I mean, car. we thought about this. I've thought about tonight bringing it to the top floor or whatever and, and dropping it, but I just don't. I did that once there in an Somerville elevator? and it. No, never. No north no. end elevators. No, the reason why I'm famous is because these buildings collapse. Jeff, are you kidding me? Come no. on now. So, so it's a very narrow stairwell. If you're familiar with the north end in Boston, these buildings like they weren't built to have freaking entertainment centers and huge couches. No, they were built to run up, up to the top of with a lamp and say the British are coming. They're coming <laughs> exactly. So, so I'm we're, I'm like, oh yeah, that couch will go right down because it went right up. And so yesterday we go to trivia, we get all hammed up Yep. and Ted's it's 11 o'clock at night yeah. and Ted's like, let's do this couch. And I was like, fuck yeah, let's do this couch. Yeah. Why not? We, we get it out and it goes right out the door. So I was like, oh, easy. And then we're bringing it down and we're just like, we can't, we can't get it down. We're making so much fucking noise. It's 11 o'clock at night. So let me, and then hold we realize, on. Like, let me, let me, spoiler alert. The asshole yeah. that whined about the bike in the hallway left the couch yeah. in the hallway. <laughs> 
Yes, yes, yes. I yes. There was a, a person who left their bike in the in this in the hallway near the front door for like a week, and I bitched about that. And now I'm like, I'm going to move a couch at eleven o'clock at night on a Wednesday, <laughs> and and <laughs> just be cool and it. abandon yeah. this project and leave it there for later. Um. Well, let me get to that. All so. Right. So then we are pushing the couch out and it goes right out the door. And I was like, oh, this will slide right down. I was like, we just got to kind of put it on the railing, if I remember. And it slides right down. <laughs> well, first of all, we're drunk and we don't we're not thinking. Yeah. And we're just at this point, we're just thinking, yeah, you just fucking shoulder it and it will go, you know, but we're not. You are working. Right. You are working down, which is like gravity yeah. does help a lot. The cushions, the cushions don't come out. The cushions um, don't come out. The cushions, the cushions, don't, the cushions don't come out. So we were like, <laughs> we got to push the couch down oh, with the cushions on the, the cushions. And uh, but so we didn't turn it right where the you know, where the opening of the couch could like kind of mirror the, the railing, the opening it, of the couch, opening of the couch. Yes. <laughs> so what is a Broadway show? It's opening night know. for the couch. Yeah, the opening the of the couch is. Uh, so what you mean is the part where you sit where you sit. Yeah. The couch that would make it easier. Yeah. yeah so all it's, right. it, it, but also we don't care if this thing rips, whatever we're throwing it. No, out, no, no, no. Know? Yeah. Yeah. This is why I asked if there was a window. Yeah. So, when I remember when I got the couch with my roommate Anthony, it was at some like rich person's place in Brookline, and me and Anthony go out. down to the Brookline and we're Brian like, uh, we like these cushions on this couch. Uh, also, so this me and Anthony we I, bought this couch because we love the cushions. I googled it, and when we bought it, the couch is like an eight thousand dollar couch, but it's just old. Yeah, it was a, it's a nice fucking couch. But we so when we bring it out of this house in Brookline, like we fucking destroy the house, yeah. destroy the stairwell. Yeah. Like there's literally like an in-depth line in the in the the wife. Uh, you saw her where she's like, thank God the husband wasn't there because the husband would have. She was just Helped. like, eh, uh, <laughs> like we just destroyed this house. Yeah. And so and so that uh, we put it in the truck, come up and we bring it up. And I remember it being like a pain in the ass, but I was like, we got it went up pretty easy. So I was like, this is going to go down pretty easy. So then we're going down and it's just not going down. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And it's like 1130 at night. And I was like, it's hitting me now. I think the railings were off because I think someone was moving in. And so they took the railings off at the corners. And so I was like, I think these railings just pop off. So now at 1130 at night where they're metal railings, they're banging they're and, and we're just trying to take them off. And we take one off and it took like 15 minutes to take the railing off. And then we try to move it and then we get it down to the second floor. And then we're like, we're going to have to take all these fucking railings off. That's the only way we're getting this down. And uh, so then we quit. So then we have to go back up and then you took the couch back up. Yeah. Took the couch back up because there's nowhere stupid. to put it. You're there was stupid. nowhere to put it. We couldn't yeah, down, get it down, down. But then we'd have to we'd have to take all the railings off at like 1130 at night. We yeah. wouldn't get it out until yeah, like 130 in the you morning. Don't, you don't go back up. So we go back up. Yeah. And now, Jeff, as you're showing everyone uh, who's watching at home, which is nobody uh, about uh, air masturbating. Here's the couch just in my bedroom. Now it's just <laughs> this couch. So it's just chilling in my room. And what I'm thinking of doing call is Anthony. going up. Anthony clearly knew how to get this Anthony couch in and out of a place. Doing. I should call Anthony. But what I want to do. Is go apparently you can rent a saw from like Home Depot and I want to rent a saw and I want to crack the spine of it and then you can just like kind of fold it up and bring it down. Yeah, like a real man owns a saw. Do. I got like a bunch of them. You could come down here and borrow one. 
yeah, I'll come to Florida to borrow a saw. I'll just yeah. fly down and then I'll get a saw. You guys have I'll Harbor Freight up there? With the saw. What's Harbor Freight? It's a it's a tool store that it's like a single use tools. You it's <laughs> it's it's billed as a less expensive than Home Depot yeah. and Lowe's, but what it means is like more likely to break real quick than Home uh, Depot or Lowe's. So you instead of buying a three hundred dollar saw, you buy a forty nine dollar saw. Well, I don't even want to buy a saw. Yeah, yeah but here's wanna... the thing. It's $49 to rent one from Home Depot. So you uh, go buy the Harbor Freight saw, uh, you saw the couch in half, and then you throw out the saw with the couch. Interesting. Yeah. Or I don't think saw... I just leave a saw on the side of the street in Boston. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that would be like sure. a Dayline episode. I would love to get arrested for someone killing someone with that saw, and then I have to explain how I just don't know how to get a couch get, out. Get, get, get an electric saw, dude. Murderers on the side of the street don't have like, someone's got a, or the, uh, extension cords. Do the dozens and dozens of the Mike O'Brien show listeners who hopefully are still actually listening to this particular episode? Does anyone have a saw? I need. Yeah, anybody in Boston or in the Boston area, which it, I've come to find out includes Brockton, even though it's a four-hour drive to get there. Yeah, no shit. Uh, maybe I could have Matt Shear do a, a episode of me trying to get the couch down. Yeah, that could be a thing. Yeah, that could be a thing. I mean, hmm. pitch it to him. I'm sure he's going to say no. And rightly, I'm so. going. I'm going to New Jersey um, next week for my lady friend and her family. After seven years, I'm finally invited to the New Jersey family trip. We're Every summer Jersey. they go to New Jersey, somewhere in the Jersey Shore, South Jersey-ish. Your chick's a and Jersey Shore chick? They get a house every year, I guess. It's yeah, that's a Jersey Shore person. Yeah, she, okay, she's a Jersey Shore chick. Is yeah, she getting uh, I What's think her last name? No, I think she's mostly English, Perkins. She's mostly oh. English. Oh. English and Irish. Okay. Like God intended. Um, and love, love the breakfast that her family is famous for, by the way. Love it. The Perkins? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It is a nice one. I had a Perkins breakfast in Iowa once. Um, and I'm very excited because uh, the biggest thing is where I was. I've never been really. I was never used to be invited to family functions, even though we've been dating for almost seven years now. Yeah, dude. And she now knows you. You should have met them like the first week you were dating. She probably would have let you meet. Right. Okay, so then one weekend you I met would say them. within the first year. Yeah, within, within the, the first year. year. That seems like a long time to, to to deal with you and then still introduce you to my family. I but didn't do anything. I've never introduced you to family. my family. I've met your wife. I've met your child. I've met multiple. Yeah, of your but children. I can I, like my child. Like I can I can explain you away. My wife, mm-hmm. like she's willing to accept. Like my mom, though. My dad. Your wife I, likes me. I know. Dude, she's dressing up for pool boys. You you really yeah, think she, you she likes every, anybody that's not me, that's a man, she likes. Jeff, before we started recording, Jeff was she was going to the pool. Oh, I forgot Jeff, that that wasn't part of the show. I forgot no, that, that wasn't part of the show. pre-show. Jeff, Jeff's wife and his daughter were going to the pool with one of the daughter's friends, and Jeff was getting all Southern man upset about the way his wife, how are you going out in public like that? Oh, that's and not Southern I man. Like, I was like, hey, woman. You think you're going to hey, wear woman. that bathing suit out there? You better get back hey, upstairs woman, and you put on long sleeves and you put on yeah. a pair of jeans to go to the pool. I don't care if you're sweating. I don't <laughs> care if nobody looks at you. You ain't walking out that you door in that goddamn sundress. And you sit you hear there me, girl? And yeah. 
Yeah, that. Yeah. So Jeff was all upset. And I said, Jeff, she's not dressing to impress other men. She's impressed. She's dressing to impress the other women because in Celebration Florida, I can like turn women gay. Pool. I definitely no. could turn a woman gay. I could be the you could. women could be like, this guy sucks so bad. I'm going to try women. But like very rarely, I, I still feel like to the even when women are dressing like look at my my titties all out and all this and the other thing yes are they trying to attract the male and especially a rich male yes probably but i still think they're more trying to have women impressed with what they're wearing that's all women care about i may i may i may agree with your theory but it might be more uh petty than that because they may be more interested in like thinking i've looked so much hotter than her then, yeah, that's yeah. that's a thing. They want to be like, yeah. what? Well, whenever a woman goes up to another woman, and goes, "Oh my god, that dress is amazing." They think that dress is stupid, and they think they look better than that person. And if they look really nice, they'll just be like, "Oh, I like your, I I like that." That mm. means that's like that. Wow, you look amazing. Oh, I saw but when they're just like, oh, "You are so beautiful." That means <laughs> you look like shit. That's what that means right there. That yes. means they don't like what you look. They think that the color's stupid. They're like, "Why are you wearing those shoes with that necklace?" Whatever. They're yeah. It's all where me. I just go around and why do I have all these obscure? Like I have a Bill Russell University of San Francisco basketball jersey, and guys are like, "Holy shit, where'd you get that?" I'm like, "The fucking internet. It's amazing." But yeah, and so I'm just trying to impress dudes with all my crazy ass jerseys. And women are just trying with their stupid bags and all that shit. They just want to impress other women. You should look, Facts, do a deep, Jeff. You should do a deep inside look at yourself. I'm, I'm. Hey, Jeff. I only speak the truth, and I'm right. Yes. Anyways, uh, you're a truth sayer. Speaking of speaking the truth, I think this is the end. I think this is the end of the show. Jeff, right. do you have anything to add about Aaron Gordon's house? Was it a nice house? Oh yeah, and he had a thirty thousand dollar couch. Uh, thirty thousand dollar couch. Cuz did him and, told me. Did him and Cuz Cuz try to move it in at eleven thirty? No, I'm pretty sure that Aaron Gordon had the people that he purchased it from move it in. So you mean instead of when he bought it used on on Craigslist and had to go to Brookline, he had that family move it in for him? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what probably happened? How no. big was the couch? Uh, well, if you're asking, it's let me explain it to you, because I looked at the couch and uh, being a uh, upper middle class white man, I was like, cool, $30,000 couch. I've sat on those quite a bit, uh, but it was plush. It was well made. It was the kind of couch where there's like a button every four to six inches. So it pulls the fabric in and it gives it a nice plush look. And it looked like the kind of couch when you sat upon it, it embraced you. It looked like it was a very nice $30,000 couch. A color now, choice. I know- color choice. I would have made a different choice. But What color was it? It was like uh, white and black uh, polka dots or not polka dots. It's hard to explain. It was some you form. You can't of, have a white couch. White couch is a, is a power move because that thing's fucked. It, and and it was it was like an off white. It was like a cream kind of color. Mm. Yeah, I didn't take um, any pictures inside the guy's house. I felt weird about that. I meant to ask you that. Did they make you like put your phone in a, in a Dude, box? Dude, they weren't making like us do anything. We were owning yeah, that place cool. for the first 10 minutes we were there. We were in charge. You and were then heroes. All of a sudden, we were the weird dudes in the corner. Yeah. So did you talk to now? I, I meant to ask you stuff and I'm tired and I just forgot. So now we're going back to the beginning fine, of the show. Fine. Let's, do, it. Let's do a recap. So you're at Aaron Gordon's house. You know, you're at first you're the heroes and then you're now you're just like 
three dudes in the corner uh, just sitting there like there was a, because a boy cement song came on and you have no one to slow dance with and you're just sitting there and there was a couple Cus Cus, maybe there was a couple that were probably in their early to late 60s that were sitting on the couch and uh, I this guy was staring at us. They were both giving us really weird looks. This guy was staring at us. I wonder if he couldn't hear very well because of his advanced age. Yeah. So he wasn't aware of the fact that we were heroes. Yeah. He was, yeah, yeah. Lo- he was looking at us like, why are they here? And am I allowed to shoot them? Um, funny you say that. The one time I got to go to the back bar at the comedy store because I was the night I was on uh, Kill Tony and I know Tony's... Um, brother he was actually roommates with the guy going to the grateful dead concert yeah but i got to go to the back bar because tony let me and brian redband didn't know that and so i'm sitting at the bar just kind of just like you know trying to blend in but standing out like a sore thumb and redband is giving me the who the fuck are you look from across the bar da, 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 and, and and he he asked someone how why am i there and they told him and then i saw him kind of nod and he looked at me and he kind of nodded like yeah. okay you can be here and i was like oh okay cool. i can't Thanks. decide whether i want to say fuck him or fuck you but we'll land mm. in the middle Everybody in the middle. We're both. We're both. Mike, we're both right. We're both wrong. Wait, 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 wait. So wait, I'm gonna go back to the house. So yeah. while you're staying there, did you ever go up to like Aaron Gordon and just be like, wow, I love your kitchenette set or something? Let like, me tell did you, you this. like compliment him on the house? Aaron Gordon walked in the door, walked through the crowd and went directly into the back of the house, never to be seen again. Yeah. Yes. Oh, there you go. We weren't hanging out with Aaron Gordon anymore. We were hanging out with <laughs> Cuz Cuz. And you were in the B list party. Huh? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. So who was the most famous person you saw other than Aaron Gordon? When? During the during, no the, at the house party. Oh, nobody. 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 Just Aaron Gordon. I, 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 to be great. To be honest, uh, I, I'm not really a. What's the word they use? A, a star, star fucker? fucker. Yeah. Yeah. So there may have been famous people in the room. I just didn't know who they were. So yeah. uh, I may I may have been having a conversation with a top 10 artist or the best sprinter in the entire universe. Yeah. I don't know. I was or just whoever owns Bob's Discount Furniture of Denver this and is, is why, all over this, the local news. This is why I always have uh, these weird conversations with these country stars because I talk to everybody as if the, the, that's my I'm job. It's my meaning in life is like, oh, mm. you're here. I'm going to talk to you. Yeah, so yeah. I talk to them and then they walk away and someone has to tell me that that was a huge country star that I was talking to. Where even if I know that that's a huge country star, or president of the United States or whatever, I always speak to them like I speak to everybody. No. And then everyone's like, how did you just talk to so-and-so about whatever? I'm like, I don't know. How do you talk to people? You know, <laughs> like, I don't know. I just talk. It doesn't matter if you're president of the United States or if you're a junkie in jail. I'm going to have the same fucking conversation with you. Like, whatever comes up, I'm just because that's what we're talking about. As of this and- moment, though, the most famous person in that room was Joe Wasser, the man in the backseat. <laughs> He's yeah, trending on he's got the most, media. Yeah, he's got the most yeah, TikTok going, views. Yeah. All right, man. We can end this. I just wanted to say this. before we go, you look beautiful. That outfit is amazing. Thank you. You. Oh, <laughs> Jeff, you look like a bag of dog shit. Yep. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Well, folks, thank you so much for listening to the Michael Bryan show. Please like subscribe. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors that Jeff Taylor knows where Aaron Gordon lives and will probably end up at. You should just show up sometime. If they go to the finals next year again, we've already made the plan. We're going to go over there. We're going to knock on the door and say, do you remember us? 
and we're yeah. going to see how much of a hero we were. Yeah, it, it, yeah, the, you're odds, gonna be a- the odds are in our favor that they will be in the finals again next year. So this yeah. may be keep listening for at least a year because you may find out whether or not they cuz cuz remembers me. You know who the new hero will be? The police officer that saves your life when you <laughs> when they start shooting at you to get off their property. Oh, no, nobody yeah. there would shoot at people. <laughs> anyways well folks thank you so much again for listening to michael bryan's show uh tell your friends tell your neighbors tell your enemies we love you all equally have a wonderful and glorious day and ta-ta for now 